Welcome to Petty Talks, brought to you thanks to Seed Golf Balls, who deliver you affordable to performance, same performance, half the price. Check them out at www.seedgolf.com and try them today. On today's show, we have the lady who has facilitated uh, the rollout of the Ells for Autism Game on Golf program to these shores in Ireland. Adele Randalls joins me today. But first, as Gay Byrne would say, roll it there, Colette. Because we're going to be legends. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. Joe Brawley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Well, Joe Brawley, what do you get at? Donald Donovan is the left cornerback. He hits it. He hits it. It's over the bar. Oh, holy Moses. It's all on this. Here it comes. Oh, wow. In your life have you seen anything like that? Welcome to the show on this week's episode of Paddy Talks, I'm sitting down with Edel Randalls, a strand leader here in UNESCO, and they do loads of really good work for the community, not just here in Kerry, but also nationally. Edel, welcome to the show. Thanks for being in, Padraig. No panic at all. I suppose, like everyone who comes to the show, I ask them, where did you first start in golf? So where did you first come across uh, a golf stick? Oh, a golf stick. Um, I suppose I lived in Kinmare right next to the golf club. And uh, so it was the place we gravitated towards when we were 10 and 11. Uh, and then like a lot of teenagers, youngsters, I, I dropped it for every other sport and came back to it then when I was uh, in my 20s and came back. Then when I, I went away to college and then I came back to Tralee to work and um, golf was the thing people were into at the time so I joined Castle Gregory Golf Club and I've been there ever since. Yeah, we actually had a good chat with um, Mr Leach, uh, the Castle Gregory Greenkeeper a few episodes ago so if anybody wants to find out about the whole mantra and culture of what Castle Gregory is like, give a listen to that. And we also touched upon the Els Frozen project because that was, I just saw the signage around, I'm aware of it, mm-hmm. my own son has autism and when I checked his research about what autism was, Els Frozen came up a lot mm-hmm. and that's a certain project that through the UNESCO site here you have kind of brought it to the shores of Ireland mm-hmm. so it's not just for Floridians yep. uh, or for over there so tell us a bit about for anyone listening I'll do a bit about I'll do a bit before this segment starts about what the whole project is and um, but how did you go about where did you find out first about the Els Frozen project uh, okay um, I suppose it started in 2015 um, Liam Duggan golf PGA coach uh, who is from Newcastle West originally brought the idea and who's since passed on but as we develop and deliver a game on we always remember Liam and we always think of Liam and it's it being Liam's legacy because he started the initiative he had been involved with the first tee in Florida and he'd been involved with the Els for Autism Foundation there and he brought it to us in the UNESCO chair he brought the idea here um, and at the time he, he wanted to develop golf for all I suppose and we were in a situation where yes we were open to running the program we linked with the ALS Foundation then they were looking to get some research done in it so we then embarked on an MSE piece of research which looked at the whole phenomena around the game on autism golf uh, program in Ireland so we ran the program in a school setting and we also ran it in a Saturday community setting and then um, afterwards we, we evaluated it. Uh, it the success of the whole initiative the Els for Autism Foundation have pre and post measures that they used but we looked at the other elements, the qualitative data that you saw from watching young people take part in the program, uh, not just the young participants but actually their families their families coming together and sharing things about supports that are you know available in some entities and not elsewhere um, that, that people weren't aware of so they had this kind of fraternity that built up around golf and shared ideas and shared uh, resources while they looked out and watched their youngsters playing sport in some instances for the first time 
because uh, I suppose golf is very, very suitable for kids who are on the spectrum, largely because of its repetitive nature and its attention to detail. Uh, there isn't a football coming flying at you where you have to react all of a sudden, you know, with all the stimuli. That's very upsetting for someone with autism and causes them to run away from it, you know. So I suppose all families want to p- their kids to socialise and be part of mainstream community things. In Kerry, everybody wants their kids to play football because that's what we play here. But it doesn't suit all kids and it, it, it causes them, to, uh, I suppose, to... Uh, go backwards instead of forwards so golf in, as an entity is extremely more suitable um, after we finished the research the youngsters then said well we want to keep playing golf so you know ethically you know, it was fantastic to see it and um, we looked at, at a way in which we could enable the whole program to keep running as a club so I suppose we linked with Castle Gregory Golf Club who were very open with offering the, the availability of facilities they supported us in the sense that we continued with our lessons every Thursday from when the research finished 2017 and we set up a game on club then in Castle Gregory where by uh, even on our constitution now we have a special category of membership because they're not necessarily coming from families where your parents playing golf so the game on club members play on a weekly basis but if they want to come and practice then they, they can with a parent who wants to who isn't a golfer who can walk with them and support them in golf so I suppose that's where we're at now at the moment um, we also ran a course in Killarney as well last year and we'll continue this year because I suppose some of the disability service providers have come in to see the programme they like it, they like what they see, they like the evidence in terms of the youngsters, how they develop through golf and, uh, and they're referring some of their, their um, participants to the programme now as well No, it's fantastic, it's, it's something that came across my radar two years ago um, because you had you would organise with the Els for All its own foundation in, in the States to come over and run a certification day. That happened below in Ballyneaty. Um, and it kind of opened my eyes into what the program can do, not only for the kids themselves, but also for their parents. Mm-hmm. And kind of just how sociable um, a child or, or teenager with autism can be mm-hmm. once they're engaged with, I suppose. Um, I say I'm looking in some instances that uh, my son is at a certain part of the spectrum that He's very advanced academically on uh, those sides and needs a bit of help socially. Um, but to see, we'll say, the kids arrive on the day. So they would be very, and it's, it's, people do it all the time, but like the stereotype, what you call someone, like an autism child, they're mm. stereotyped as wearing the headphones and having mm. an iPad in hand at all times. Mm. So like the, I think there was five or six kids on the day. Mm-hmm. And I tell this story a lot in terms of they rocked up and they just said they're very insular. You know, because there's a lot going on. It would have been their first time maybe on a golf course. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of sounds. It was sunny that day. Mm, um, day. It was a great day. Um, but I suppose through the hour, I think it was about an hour. Um, and it wasn't, like I always say, the program golf is like a bonus if it happens. Mm-hmm. It's all about what happens within mm. the program. Um, mm-hmm. But afterwards, it was just, they, they just wanted to keep playing. Mm-hmm. They wanted to keep playing. They wanted mm-hmm. to keep being coached. Was that just like just for people listening? Is that just a once off for, for my that I took out of it, or is that's what happens all the time? Yeah, I mean, I suppose we've seen youngsters right across the spectrum, everything and, and every every ability, and we've seen people flourish through the game. And um, some will stay and forget time completely, and for others, time is an issue where when you say you finish at six, they're gone, you know, this is it, you know. But generally speaking, they take to it and they like it, and, and, and they'll continue playing and they'll want to keep going. Yeah, generally speaking. 
Others might take a little bit longer to kind of get comfortable, um, depending on their age. Uh, we've had, we start at the age of seven, which is a great stage to start. They get used to then being around the golf environment and things as well. Um, and um, I, some encouragement from parents. Parents are involved or watching, and that's like any youngster starting a sport, knowing that mommy and daddy looking at watching them is very important as well to help them stay in it and reinforcing the positivity around the game is, is important there as well. Um, but generally, yeah, they, they, they like it. Yeah, they do. And they stay with it. For anybody listening, um, I suppose we'll just give an overview of what the, the programme is. So, and I, when I came away from Ballyneaty that day, I was like, every junior golfer mm. should, should start playing golf with mm-hmm. this programme. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. kind of give it like an overview of what the programme is, if you can. Yeah, um, I suppose the Els Foundation have a, a certain protocol where they have a 12-session programme. So, in day one, you take some measures because I suppose they're about delivering something but also showing the evidence and support of this program working and seeing change so on day one they would look at measuring sort of some um, physical skills and also some golf skills and also social and communication skills which means uh, the game is about developing regulatory skills helping youngsters to behave in a way that's respectful to each other etc as well so all that comes through the game of golf it's not trying to make everybody a really exceptional golfer at the end it's allowing them to be involved in a sport which can help them to learn life skills as well so gradually then we start off with putting we're using oversized clubs and tennis balls initially when we're indoor we gradually develop the skills as we go and the youngsters develop their their kind of knowledge around golf they develop the the words to use around golf the practices we use photographs pictures images um, around the whole game and they're working with mentors as well who kind of reinforce what they're doing well and, and just keep an eye on them all the way through and so we, we work, I suppose, by, by session eight or nine indoors. We're looking to, to move people outdoors then to go into the golf environment. And that's a real wow thing for a lot of them, you know, particularly when you're going to somewhere like Castle Gregory, where um, you have you have the beautiful scenery, you have the ocean. Uh, I have memory of one youngster straight away saying, Mom, can you hear the ocean and running towards it? Because he wanted to see it, you know. Uh, but you've all these natural stimuli and you've Mount Brandon in the background and, and you've this, you have the natural jack toads, you have the, the swans, you have all of this nature and it's quiet it's not the busyness of a town you know at the same time so it but youngsters have to be prepared for what to expect when they go there as well so we do a little picture booklet in terms of what where they're going how long it'll take them to get there what will they do there who will they see and, and everything else around that so they're sort of tuned in then to be prepared and that's very important for youngsters that they know what's going to happen and routine is very important as well so we have a routine which we do there between our fun warm-up and then our activities and we move then to little um, the proper golf clubs really and golf balls and we're down in the practice area where we're working on big swings chipping putting just like any other youngster would yeah. No, no, it's a fantastic program. Um, but that's not the only thing you folks do here in the, in the UNESCO site and tree. I didn't even know it was here. I lived in tree for yeah. nine and five years. I didn't even yeah. know it was here. Yeah. So can you? That's a fantastic, I suppose, project that's being uh, being run. And there was a recertification in Carton House this year. Yeah. Um, and hopefully there'll be a couple of. It won't be the only project nationally, so yeah. there might be something happening in Nate pretty soon, so stay tuned, everyone. Yeah. Um, but what else would be under your remit here in UNESCO? Yeah. Um, well, I suppose UNESCO Chair was awarded to the Department of Health and Leisure Studies in the Institute of Technology um, Tralee here in 2013. It acknowledged all the work that was ongoing here in terms of uh, inclusion of people with disabilities, of all types of disabilities, right across the PE, sport, recreation and fitness. Um, so it, it gave us a sort of a badge, as, I suppose, as good practice in terms of inclusion. So since 
since then, and Project Manager Catherine Carty has done incredible policy work at international level. We, you know, we're we're involved and have input to the United Nations Convention on the Rights of People with Disabilities. Like she has presentations over the last two years there, really bringing the whole issue of anything that's happening internationally uh, in terms of um, the Kazan Action Plan is one thing which ministers all over the world are, are putting together an action plan for sport and physical education that people with disability are included in there that the disability and inclusion message is very loud and clear so um, also there is work happening with the World Health Organization in terms of the um, action plan physical activity action plan as well so we're linked at a higher policy level in all of the right niche areas to ensure the voice of the person with a disability is included in any developments in PE sport recreation and fitness yeah so with that, um, other projects that we have here, we have a number in the health and fitness area, um, also the swimming area, um, in the outdoors as well as golf. So there's lots of different strands where people are working in to ensure that, that, that everyone has access to all of these particular areas. Um, as well, one new project we have in, in golf, an exciting one, which is the Department of Health and Leisure Studies working with the Department of Engineering here, um, Dr. Bobby Woods and Chris O'Donoghue with researcher Daniel Ting, uh, where we're devising and developing um, uh, something that would be linked and like the power golfer, but would be stationary in a golf environment so that youngsters who might go to the golf environment, someone is in a wheelchair, they can equally access this little stationary seat that they can try golf as well. So. The power golfer is something that, that uh, athletes who are out on the European Disability Golf Association circuit, they use that to play. They're expensive items. Um, and so it's keeping golf exclusive in that sense. So I suppose by building this new initiative, it's a very exciting one. Um, and we hope that it'll be located then in a, in a driving bay area for someone to practice and stuff at a stationary level or to try golf. No, um, definitely. And it's something I suppose that a lot of people take for granted is that we're able-bodied and we're able to, mm. and, and that we have the access and that have the options. And uh, maybe left-handed golfers might disagree with that in terms of clubs availability. Yeah. Um, but it's something I would have never seen before in terms of in a golf club or in a range that oh, there's the, you know mm. the, mm. the inclusion bay you might call it or mm-hmm. the disability bay or whatever mm. you know. And um, so it's great to see that those projects being being run to yeah, try and to try and inc- from yeah. an inclusion point of view. Yeah. And that kind of brings into a point the whole area that, that the CARA Centre is involved in as well. So they're helping out with the, the Yes for Awesome project down here, aren't they? Um, well, the CARA Centre, I suppose, is a national centre for um, um, including people with disabilities in Ireland where they, they work with the SIDOs and the local sports partnerships. Um, they're not directly linked to, to our programme, but, you know, they're, they're aware, very much aware of it, its existence and things, yeah. No, yeah. super stuff. Yeah. I suppose the next step now is, to, I suppose, in my own mind, is something should grow and should scale. Right. Mm-hmm. This is kind of how I my outlook mm-hmm. on things. It mm-hmm. shouldn't just be a one off, especially with something as successful as um, the game on project mm-hmm. here in Castle which has won a national award. I think was it this year? We did. We actually won a national award last year, the Cara National uh, Best Partnership Inclusion Award, Sport Ireland. Um, so that was that was huge to give kind of uh, you know attention to the project really because it was five partners involved: the Els for Autism, Rising Stars Golf, PGA coach Adrian Whitehead, um, the ITT Health and Leisure Department and staff and students. Um, and UNESCO and so altogether it was a big when you looked at it there was five partners you know so uh, it was quite a, a big thing for us to win that we also won a community support award here in Kerry as well you know so which are equally exciting to win that any award highlights and lets people know and, and you know the more people know about things that are, are suitable for, for people on the autism spectrum uh, you know that that's that's success once you're spreading the message you know and people get to know about it something I learned as well was that and about the from the inclusion side is the Els for Autism project, it's not just for autism, um, 
it is it can be slightly changed or amended depending on what type of child is is mm. taking part in it or, or mm. adult taking part in it and yeah. um, so I suppose I'm very keen to for anyone listening as in I'm not saying it's um, cutting out anybody else or any other disability or whatever um, Down syndrome for example I know that Peter O'Keefe does a lot of work yeah and um, blowing cork yeah for I think he has 15 or 16 kids in a class and there's five plus different disabilities amongst them which is mm. fantastic mm. Um, like I said there I'd like to see things grow so personally for you um, and it might be dreamland or it might there might be some an actual framework there mm. for growing something like the Els for Autism Els for Inclusion Project you might call it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is there yeah, look, I, I suppose we started small and we evolved organically in the sense there was a need and it's expanded. So everything that's happening has been very exciting. Uh, the move and the change. Um, no, as it is, we have a Skype call with the Els for Autism Foundation next week. They want us to get involved in more research in the second quarter of 2020. Um, also, as you mentioned, we ran the clinic for new new coaches, mentors, parents, people who want to be involved in delivering it. We, we ran one in Carton House, uh, which was very well attended by a real mix of people you know between sports development officers cgi staff um we had development we had pga coaches who came from um andorra actually the andorran golf federation who came along to that and we had a lovely mix mix of people and a real can-do attitude in the room it was very positive and so many golf courses around nace uh, and the areas have around kildare like the, we're in close proximity i know a lot of stuff will come out of that session because there's a real real positive vibe to it um so i i they are i mean we have nace golf club and higgins dermot griffin doing fantastic work there with setting up and they'll start next year I think Stackstown from there as well are evolving to, to do something equally so um, in terms of where it's at then and where it'll grow um, it you know it needs just interested people to drive it in different places we're supporting in any way we can with resources so people aren't reinventing the wheel um, we're also looking at, I suppose, embedding possibly the the clinic in our programs here, so that our students will leave graduating with having had the Ernie's qualification to deliver. So it expands it more and creates a more a more awareness again. Um, and I suppose the more people who have that, the more can-do attitudes will prevail. Then you know. No, absolutely, and it's something that's coming up as well across social media and in and in the media in general between. I suppose for, for from the ladies' point of view, the twenty twenty project, but also mm. there's a big um I suppose eye on what's being done for the likes of inclusion in golf. Um and in the area of disability, Brennan Lawler recently turned pro. Mm. Um and I think the CGI have done a lot of work mm. in I think they they started a game um golf for all project last year. Mm. And I suppose I was talking to someone in the CGI who shall remain nameless in case I um tread on any toes here, but basically that programme um, started off like the Els for Autism program with I think f- between four and eight golf clubs started it was actually very difficult I think to for, for golf clubs to come on board with that in terms of a, a golf for all mm. initiative where you'd have like you said maybe non-members on the course and stuff like that and fast forward I think it's nine, 12 months maybe 18 months later and they've over 300 clubs and it's the most sought after mm. project so mm. you never know but like you said start off small yeah absolutely but you know this year already has been a fantastic year i suppose for people with disabilities in golf um i've just come back from villamora for the european disabled golf association tournament there where we were doing data gathering we were speaking to para golfers um golfers with, with 
uh, paralysis etc who use the power of God for getting data in regard to this new um, product that we're developing I was telling you about um, and you know the, the it was amazing that tournament was just something incredible to see what people can do um, you know with some in some instances two prosthetic limbs in other instances one and you know it's just it was uplifting to see it, it absolutely was and our own um, Antrim golfer Gareth McNeely was um, had a, was on the leaderboard after day one you know and he's still he's I, I haven't seen the up to today but he's coming in I think at fifth you know so it was fantastic he's a great ambassador you know and Brendan Lawler going pro they're fantastic individuals out there and I think it'll be a great year 2020 will be a great year for inclusion in golf also I think Minister Brendan Griffin has um, given more allocated funding to CGI to develop it further which will be very positive no it's massive yeah. and I suppose anybody who's listening is, is more than my mother these days mm. after 21 episodes <laughs> thankfully um, but anybody listening I suppose uh, seek out projects like this or seek out Nace or Saxon if you're near there because um, it does not take much to get involved no no, no it doesn't no. Um, and that's something I've learned it's yeah. not maybe an hour a week yeah. you know so maybe turn off Galba Box and get out and help mm. some, some kids um, get included in the game everyone who comes on the show is subject to a quick fire Q&A now you did not know maybe that this was going to happen for your episode <sighs> but everybody is subject to it so I hope you prepared one I question. have prepared nothing absolutely <laughs> nothing because I forgot this element yes <laughs> well I can edit it up so it sound like quick answers if you want so maybe you're not ready for this but we'll fire into it so what would your walk-on song be my walk-on song i have the tiger well you can stick that on would you uh, prefer gym or pizza gym hat visor or bucket hat which is your preference visor happy gilmore or tin cup happy gilmore guinness or heineken guinness the hinch or fort marner Lynch. That one's for you, Dara Gardy. Walk or cart? Walk. Uh, win the Ladies British Open or win the Evian Championship? Uh, the Evian Championship. Would you rather drive it like Dustin Johnson or drive it like Anne Van Damme? Anne Van Damme. Instagram or Twitter? Um, Twitter. Play or practice? Play. No, it wasn't as hard as that, was it? No, me not. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining me. It's late here on a Saturday evening. I know you've chosen to be at home. Maybe a tea time tomorrow. So thank you very much for joining me. And um, the very best luck in all the endeavours. Thanks a million, That was Edil Randalls of the UNESCO Chair based in Tralee. One thing to be mentioned, of course, is the ELS Foundation have actually named a wing of their Centre of Excellence in Florida after Liam Duggan, who was part and parcel of bringing the Game on Golf project to Ireland with the support of Edel Randalls and the UNESCO site there. Also something we meant to discuss, which we didn't get into, was the great work being done by Trevor Hillen and his team and the inclusivity hub for Disability Golf in Donadee. Maybe I can make the trip up there and have a chat with you soon, Trevor. Thanks everybody for getting involved. If you have any questions around the Game on project, uh, the UNESCO site in Trilly, all links will be in the description below. Or check out my social media platforms at Paddy underscore golf. You should see some recent posts about this very episode. Thank you all for listening. Hit the show a follow, rate and review it if that is indeed your style. Most of all, please share the show with your family and friends. Thanks for pressing play. Until we teed up again soon, I'm Paddy. <laughs> <laughs>